Wakey, wakey, smell those eggs and bakey. It's time for Breakfast Talk, a podcast discussing current, independent, and mainstream entertainment topics from gaming and movies to comics. Start your week off right with the Breakfast Boys. As always, if you can smell what we're cooking, click that like button. And if your tummies are rumbling for more, click subscribe and ring that brekkie bell to turn on all notifications. All right, let's talk. Anyway, yeah, I think you're right, Ed, on the uh, the feedback. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's normally uh, Greg's. That's why I was like, Greg, meet yourself. Normally, man. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, that was that was that was fun. Yeah. Um, um but yeah, I, I think I think I came on with with sort of the aim of having a having a chat about uh, sort of uh, combining yes. individual stories, and I, I just thought that'd be a fun thing. For for you guys, because um, you know, there, there are a lot of these I go on, and I just I plug my book and I talk about how much I love it, and I kind of almost feel like it, like I can take that as read with you guys and and your audience. Uh, you know, it's it's here. Um, hopefully, you guys will be willing to to drop a link to it. Um, assuming you've been able to find it, Cascade Part One on Kickstarter. Um. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that we had a really interesting discussion last time. I'd love to kind of um, have a discussion about something a little more, I guess, writery, complicated. Um, and um, it's it's sort of like the the whole how do you make this this group of people, each of whom could carry their own book, or you know, in in the case of Avengers, you know, their own movie. How do you make that group of people each have their own identity? How do you make the group work together and make sense? Because you're talking, in, in, certainly in the case of superheroes, you're talking about egos, quite a lot of ego. Um, you know, you, uh, again, taking Avengers as an example, you know, you've got you've got Iron Man and, and uh, Captain America, yeah. and then you've got, and they clearly, you know, they have this ego thing going on of their own, you know, their way's the right way. And then you've got Thor who just comes in and smashes through everything. And his ego is just sort of the size of the universe. Um, and then, and then you've got, you've got Bruce who's there just trying to do the right thing. You've got um, Hawkeye who's barely there, but when he is, you know, he's kind of like, okay, well now I'm pissed off and I'm, you know, I want to get, want to get Loki back. Um, you you've got Black Widow who's there because she's been ordered to be there, basically, and and that's about it. That's that's her only reason. And and you've got Bruce there trying to sort of do the right thing, and and not have to suit up. You know that that that's his ultimate goal. His ultimate goal is be here, be among Shield, not have to suit up. And I think I think the key to to that working and the reason that that worked, and in my opinion, the I'm going to be very specific here. I think the cinematic cut of the Justice League did not work. I think the Snyder cut worked a lot better. Um, then again, he did have double the length of time to tell the same story, so that that really does help a lot. To be honest, yeah. it's sort of it's it's an advantage, right? Yeah. Um, but I think I think where it where you see the the significant difference between the two movies is the moment of conflict between every member of the team 
Um, and and you know you can you can very easily find stuff online for Avengers for how nervous Joss Whedon was about that scene when they're all in there and Cap walks in and dumps the dumps the gun on the table about uh, Phase Two, and and Bruce ends up holding the holding the spear. Um, and then it's it's interrupted. They don't even manage to get to the end of the conversation because that's when Hawkeye attacks the helicarrier and they all you know they they have no choice, but. It, it actually comes all the way back to what I learned as a project manager, which is this thing about forming, storming, norming, and performing. Uh, you know, when, when you first get a group together, everyone's kind of nice. You know, they're, they're, they're kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, I'll listen to what you have to say. And, you know, I'll, I'll, you know I kind of, I'm not really sure what my place is within this group. You know, I don't know if I'm supposed to be supporting this guy as the leader or if I'm, you know, I, I don't really know. But okay, I'll just kind of uh, forming, uh, storming, norming, and performing. But but yeah, yeah. In. get it right. Um, and um, you know, the, the people, people when you're forming, you 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 have this this kind of uncertainty around what you're doing, and you'll get a little bit of oh, how about no, 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 don't worry, this person's got it. And and I actually even use almost that exact line in Cascade. Um, because when Violet turns up, Penumbra's already been working on this for a while, and you know she's Violet's about to suggest something. Penumbra's already three quarters of the way to to what she's gonna gonna say they do, and then you kind of move on to okay, well everyone has an opinion, right? Um, and especially if that first plan goes wrong, which is a very very common thing that happens um, in the Avengers movie. It happens, you know, Loki is there he wanted to be captured everyone knows that that wasn't you know that wasn't a legit capture that that plan didn't go right it just he wanted to be captured and that and he let himself get captured so you know you you have this thing where everyone has their own opinion and that's that's that scene that i'm talking about you know we've got we've got people saying you're doing completely the wrong thing we should do xyz by the way bringing in this sort of side thing of, you know, this prison wasn't made for me. You know, it, it, not made for me, made for something a lot stronger. You know, it's kind of like, okay, well, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Um, and, and you kind of bring in all these different opinions, these different stressors that effectively cause an explosion of some sort. Um, in the Avengers case, quite literally. Um, and and in, in Cascade, what I did is I went to a similar place, um, the, the plan just goes horribly wrong. You know, they, they, they're doing their thing and, and it fails. You know, you, you're fighting a giant, powerful supervillain. That happens, right? But the problem is that the person whose plan was not the one you went with goes, right, but my plan would have worked. What, why, didn't, why didn't we do my plan? You end up with this, this storming where everyone's saying, oh, but my idea's right. My idea's right. Why aren't we doing this? why did we do this other idea that then didn't work? And that lets you sort of frame this, this team as they try to figure out what right looks like and what the dynamic should look like. It's and they're a role in the puzzle. Like they, 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 they yeah. they're trying to put themselves in the wrong spot. You know, they exactly. see themselves as the leader or 
Yeah, like Iron Man might see himself as the leader in, in you know, the. in fact, I don't think he does see himself as the leader at the beginning of the Avengers, but by the end, certainly by Age of Ultron, I think you could argue that maybe he is, you know? Um, I know he makes the comment, yeah, I just pay for everything, but um, it, it, it does feel like, you know, in that assault on um, Baron Zucker's base at the beginning of Age of Ultron, it feels like Tony is leading the charge there. You know, like like he's telling them what to do or or whatever. And um I think I think, you know, finding each person finding their place within the group and yet still having their independence that means they could go off and have another of their own adventures is actually really important. And I'll let Hex say hi. <laughs> Um, well, I, I was going to say uh, something that's interesting about all of that is that um, have you ever heard of the anime Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah. Something interesting I've always noticed is that a lot of the great stories, uh, you know, including you know all the way back to like you know the Odyssey, all the way up to the Avengers, right? They they all have this thing where um, if there's many characters that are the main character very often they find their roles by like separating like the ideal perfect person right so you like rage and power is good when it's you know ordered by leadership and calmness right and so like by basically what happens is like that's what i meant about the puzzle piece like the puzzles to form this perfect fighter but if you put the rage as leader like it doesn't work if you put you know the, the leader as a follower like it, it doesn't work and like you need to have each person in their role like i think that honestly, when you look at all of the Avengers, and it, and it was always like this, like Captain America was like the leader, and Tony Starks is one of those ones that's to be idolized. It's like, look at that, he's just a man, and he's doing all of this. So he's someone that helps motivate the team, and he doesn't have to be the leader. And I think that that was like part of the problem, right? That he thought that he should lead it, when in all reality, he, he later discovers that his own judgment is flawed, and that having Cap as the main person to make the decision helps resolve a lot of that stress and anxiety that makes him not the best person in his own team. And like that's, that, but it's like, like he's an ideas that, man, not a leader. And there is actually a difference between these two things. Well, that's the, that's the thing. I, I like thinking about this, like when it comes to making a rule, like whether it's in your business and laws, whatever it is, like when you try to make a rule, you don't have an, like the, the, the expert of that one item make the rule. You need someone to evaluate right like like you don't like you yeah don't you, you have government you have you know you, you have committees or you have whatever and they aren't made up of the experts the experts come and tell the committees their opinion their evidence and all the rest of it yeah. and then, and then someone who's more neutral who isn't ex as you say isn't expert in that area goes okay well given all of this i think that this is this is the direction we ought to go and that doesn't always mean that you necessarily get the right answer, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it, it often an expert can be blinded by their own expertise. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's the whole point. And that's why like, the leader doesn't need to be the strongest, fastest, smartest. They need to be the best evaluator of ideas and people, essentially. That's it. Yeah. That's why Captain America is... That's why they chose them for the project to begin with, right? Like, yeah, so it's, I think that that's one of the problems with the Justice League movie is too many of them have the same style, uh, like opinions or feelings or emotions, and none of them like fall into a good role. Like, at the end, it's just 
all of them are brawlers, including Batman, which doesn't Yeah, because Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all seem to have the same approach to everything. Yeah, like let's yeah. do you up, right? Like, yeah, and, and the Flash obviously doesn't, but he is so far removed that it actually feels he, jarring. Yeah, it, he feels out of place almost. And it's funny because, like, on his own, I think he was actually a really good Flash. But in this world, it just didn't, didn't feel right. And like so, yeah. Like I, I watched the um, what is it? The the cut. The uh, Snyder cut. Snyder cut. Thank you, guys. The Snyder cut. And uh, you know, yeah, like that fills in a lot more blanks, and it does. It's a way better movie laid out that way. But it's still like that particular character does still seem out of place. Like he does. Yeah, I mean, the, the Flash always seems a bit out of place in that movie, even more so than Cyborg, because yeah, Cyborg, Cyborg starts by feeling out of place, but yeah. he eventually finds a place. Just because he can do things that no one else can do. If, if anything, Cyborg is like the one person that found his place and it was unique, where everyone else seemed like they could replace each other in different ways. Like that's They're why a little bit interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. like because like, even like I said, even Batman, like it's the jacked version, like the Dark Knight version of Batman. Yeah. Ripped. He's got a bigger suit. He's got big guns. Like he's just. He also brawler. has no issue using guns, which yeah, that's what I mean. like, is a minor like, issue for me. Like they just seem to have. Well, thrown that, everything we know about Batman out the window without explaining it. That's the biggest, yeah, I was about to say without explaining it, because there is a version of Batman where that happens, and it's because the, Robin gets killed and he snaps, and he starts using guns. Like, and the, and the Flashpoint version of Batman where it's Thomas Wayne, and, yeah. you know, yes, there, there are absolutely, yeah, there are absolutely reasons so, that he could, but that's not who this Batman appears to be. He is certainly not snapped. Yeah, that, that was my point, is, like, there's no origin... Like, ironically, because we've seen enough Batman and we've seen so many origin stories and all of them say, I've got one rule, right? Like, you know, the idea is, like, you can't break your one rule if you're not going to tell me why you're breaking it. And the only scene that shows it is, a thir- like, a three-second clip where he walks past the suit that only loyal comic book fans would understand. So, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, like I get it. But like most of the audience, is like, oh my god, that one's just killing people now. Like, well, and and in the Sonica, he just grabs their turrets and starts shooting down parademons, and you're like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. I think it's um, I think it has a lot to do with Snyder being at the helm, even to start, like, you know, being involved at all, even as a like a uh, as a producer or whatever. Like, it, it's because he has so much. Of his own, like you were saying, like yeah. you kind of don't call in the experts to make the decisions usually. Like they're they're consulting, right? Um, so he has so much built up, like comic knowledge and then his own knowledge. Like this is the universe I've created and things like that. It's kind of like he he assumes that the the audience kind of already has that too, and like they don't need that. Like you know, and like you said, there's been so many versions of Batman. It's kind of like it kind of works to his advantage too to kind of subvert everybody's expectations and be like, well, we're not, you know, that's not the comfortable. Batman that you're going to see in this movie, you know what I mean? You're going to see the Batman that you're not comfortable with, that you do have a problem with, that you can poke holes in and things like that. So it kind of flies off of the, the typical trajectory. I think I think there are right ways of doing it, and I think there are wrong ways of doing it, though. And I think I think he might have crossed the line, in my opinion, to not the right way of doing it. Like, like I, I, I just, I got to a point in the start, of, and I didn't even think this when I watched the cinematic cut, although it's true. But I got to a point in the Snyder Cut where he's just gunning down parademons with their own weapons. And I'm like, wait, hang on a minute. Batman's using guns here. And 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 what? Wait, no, hang on. Like I didn't even I did, he doesn't he doesn't actually well, that doesn't exist I in guess, the cinematic cut that bit. Have you have you 
like if you if you had seen maybe like Batman versus Superman, he does kind of preface that. Like, yeah, I know. Because like, I mean, yeah, it, so. it maybe then it maybe then reflect back on you know what actually yeah he just loads bullets of kryptonite and and just kind of during batman versus superman when he, he he's ripping a turn in in the batmobile yeah. blink, and he just runs over like four people <laughs> and i'm like wait did batman just because that's like the first real scene where you're certain that that's happened and i'm yeah. like did he just kill four people i was like holy crap like that's pretty quick collateral damage i think yeah. got a hand fast <laughs> but i i you know i mean we're talking about not having origin stories but then you you sort of leap into something that that isn't quite the same character, and I suppose there's a question of okay, so we don't need to see his parents die again. We've probably seen that enough times now. Yeah, Not that like, we didn't yeah. see that in Batman v Superman, but you know. But then yeah, you know you we say like okay, ten second clip in the very intro during the credits where we like, still so, got it again. Yeah, the pearls, yeah, we still got it again. Like we we get it every time. Anyway. You, we we have like okay yes this is Batman, and then we move on and we're like okay so this is he's been Batman for I, don't know, I think it's fifteen years he's supposed to be Batman in 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 Batman v Superman, and 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 you're just going okay um what what happened to make him not the Batman that everyone knows oh well, you're just not going to tell me well thanks for that um I think I think there's an origin story question there that's valid. And I think that you could have gone through Batman v Superman and got away with it if you're then given. And I, I know, I know. I you mentioned a minute ago about the about the the Robin armor with the the ha 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 the you know the whole um, presumably Jason Todd. Um, but but I mean that doesn't really explain it because sort of Alfred isn't going. Hey, Bruce. Calm down a bit, buddy. Uh, you know, which you'd expect him to be doing. No, no, this is just a thing he's been doing for a long time. He's also not super old. Like, like uh, Alfred would be really old at that point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, Alfred is really not that much older than... than, than yeah, he, he looks like... Yeah, like, he's, he's so young in that movie. He's like, his older brother. Like, yeah, yeah, like, he looks like he's just a little bit older. Like, they picked... Like, hey, Bruce was born, so we picked up some 12-year-old to watch him, and now he's our butler because, because he didn't want to pay child support or something. He's got to earn his keep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened, but, like, yeah, he didn't seem much older. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think that being aware of when something needs an explanation is the important factor in, a, in an origin story. Because no, I didn't need to see in Batman v Superman his mother being shot again. You know the pearls. What 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 is it with sticking the gun, the 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 the, the pearls around yeah, the back of the semi-auto yeah. so that it breaks when the gun fires? Like what is with that? It was That's, like an attempt to be artsy. It was like it would never happen. <laughs> like it's just completely unrealistic. You yeah, just, you're mugging someone. That's that's not the way you mug someone. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> I, I think Bruce has seen that enough. I think he's. I think he's sick of those Yeah, I think. What's funny is I think um, their character choices, like the types of characters that they have for these, like for these specific actors and this, like specific, like 
lineage of, of the storytelling was actually like good. Like the casting was good. I think that the feeling that they wanted as a cinematic universe was good. Yeah. It definitely detaches them away from Marvel, but I just don't yeah. feel like they had a, like, it's like their direction in their writing kind of doesn't match. And it, and it kind of throws people off and you don't really get a sense of cohesion. You get like, again, you get a lot of holes that you can poke. You get a lot of non-explanations, but but then in like Justice League, like especially the Snyder Cut, you get two you get two origin stories really. You get the Flash essentially, kind of like his origin story, and you get Cyborg. So it's like it, you kind of still are going to origin stories to introduce, I guess, or I guess familiarize other people, mainly uh, maybe not comic book readers. But then it's like you're catering to the comic book readers on like a whole another level. It's like it's it's kind of weird. It's like they're doing they're trying to do both, or they were trying to do both with with these movies, and it's. It's inconsistent. It's like you're you're you have to explain this person, but not this person, and so, it kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. The thing is that Cyborg, even the Flash, are much less well known than Batman and Superman, right? Like, I mean, the Flash. I'd I'd like to think most people know who that is, right? <laughs> Cyborg, <laughs> probably yeah. less so. I right? I could understand Cyborg. I think that the Flash is somewhat straightforward. Like, even even the deepest that Barry Barry Allen goes. He's still a very straightforward person. He's still kind of a surface level person. You don't yeah. have the like super damaged psychology that like, you know, maybe that Batman has, you know, like the dark or side. You don't really have that. Yeah, exactly. Cyborg for sure. Like, like, you know, that whole hatred of your father, he turned you into a monster or something. Like that was an interesting story. I think that actually kept me engaged while I wasn't seeing Superman. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is fine. But um, so that made sense. But it was like, like, like you said, if you leave out the origin stories of the other characters because you're relying on other movies maybe to tell the story, like, I get why Marvel does that because they, they got 22 movies. Well, and and that, was about, that was what I was just about to say because the, the difference here is DC went, okay, we're having a brand new universe. We're having, we have Man of Steel, okay, yeah. which is, you know, it, 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 no matter what else I might say about it, it tells Superman's backstory. Let's, let's yeah. just say nothing more than that. Um, not a fan, I'm afraid. Um, I, for example, why doesn't he save Jonathan Kent? It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, to save him. No reason why not. He, he was fast him. enough. He could have done it, and no one would have known. Either. Exactly. He could have gone through the tornado. Took like he could have stopped the tornado. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know the one thing. You know, the other thing I was thinking of, ironically, like, Hector, you were saying like the the cyborg things, like that story helped you like stay engaged. Ironically, mm. I, I that story was awesome. I wish it was its own movie after right. watching before the Snyder Cut. Like that's, I, that's I, what I was gonna say. I mean, Marvel like, spent the time, right? That's that's the difference, and and it actually comes nicely back to what we we're talking with Austin about earlier. People don't want to spend the time, right? That they're, they're scared of spending the time to do it right and what marvel did is they went okay okay you know what um we're going to tell these individual stories about these characters and i don't i don't think they initially knew that it was going to go to the avengers that the whole nick fury thing at the beginning was a it was kind of a throwaway they thought it'd be fun you know they'll, they'll do that thing you go for the marvel movies yeah in 2008 i saw an entire timeline that went up to 20 2020 i they, they planned yeah. it from the very beginning yeah. Yeah, like well, not were, from the very, not from the very beginning. But before, before the movie launched, I saw yes. the time chart, and they before, only had before, before the Avengers movie. movie launched, they did everything. Actually, I would bet that it was only really done up to the snap. No, no, no. I mean, before Iron Man, they were planned all the way out to Age okay. of Ultron. I saw no. all of it. 
Yeah, like huh. before Iron Man was even in theaters, which was technically the first Avenger. Like that was it, the first. Yeah, uh, you know, first uh, Avengers movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and and so of the of the beginning of although technically the Hulk is supposed to be the same Hulk, but ignoring that, like the, the Hulk um, is not supposed to be the same Hulk. He's not. It's they redid the origin story. It's not actually the watch the Incredible Hulk. It's not the same origin story. It is different. He's, yeah, yeah. Hulk is not canon. But um, but anyways, yeah. So the, the, the first of it, and before that movie even hit theaters, I saw a time a time frame back in two thousand eight mm. that literally showed it all the way up to the Avengers movie, the uh, uh, Age of Ultron, and I think they had something like it was like the unknown I, Avengers for like the. In, like, uh, I, I think they had Infinity War planned before Joss Whedon left um, uh, during Age of Ultron. Yeah, like they had a time um, planned out way in advance. Uh, Nothing yeah, but I, I mean, like, and quite possibly back at that stage as well as what yeah, I'm saying. I, I was just gonna say, I, I think, think the DC didn't plan at all. They're like, let's make it. Let's make a yeah. You know, let's, a quick movie let's make a, let's make a Batman and Superman movie and and make some money. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and it's you like you were saying, Cyborg could have carried his own movie. We could have done that. That could have been a movie that people would have enjoyed. Um. You know, it, it, and, and it's kind of a shame that they just went, no, 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 we're good. I think you know? it's interesting because, um, like, we, we kind of have the opposite. It's 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 very funny because we have, like, the opposite trajectory with both Marvel and DC, right? So, like, DC kind of got into the show game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the having, like, a series before mm. Marvel. And they could have used those the same way that Marvel's doing now to tell yeah. these gap stories and to build the fan base. And it's like, they missed a lot of opportunities. And then even like, so like the Titans, uh, the Titans uh, show, I actually thought that was a really good storytelling of the Titans. It was a little different. It's kind of off. It's a little more teen drama. Okay, fine. Like you want to focus on the relationship building. That's fine. But like, that's not even connected into the same universe as like your big movie. So it's, it's like everything DC does just feels somewhat detached from everything else. And I think that's what we're talking about here is that Marvel, has spent the time to make everything attached and have, you know, to, to, I mean, even comic book fans satisfaction or not. And all that stuff. Yeah. DC they could still tie that in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They could still, they could still tie in all the they did. shows. They, yeah. They, I'm just they, saying they like, then Luke Cage, the, the bullet that could kill him, uh, was actually from the, um, the, the invasion. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I get, uh, uh, Chitari, like that metal, yeah, that metal. Um, so yeah, it, it makes sense. Like everything makes sense. They they go out of their way to like say, okay, how can we like compromise and and tell a little bit of this story, a little bit of the story, so they meet in the middle. But it's like to me, I feel like DC is definitely not doing that as a result, right? Yeah, you know, it, it feels like there's more stuff going on than you see on the screen. You can believe. That there are, uh, you know, you can believe that there is a Black Widow adventure that happened exactly. that we never knew about. That's and the perfect example. Like... So, Wonder Woman eighty four felt shoehorned in to me, like, like really, yeah. really good. Like, don't get me wrong, I quite enjoyed the movie. Like, it was, it was all right. It was, it was pretty fun. I didn't but, see it. I haven't seen it. Um, uh, don't worry, no spoilers. But uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. But you know, it was, it felt very shoehorned in. It was like, oh. She was around in World War One, and then she's around in modern day. So we can fit something in the middle. It's cool. Let's do that. And yeah. it's kind of like, uh, okay, like like she and was deliberately keeping a low profile all that time. 
but we're okay with this now. Like, like yeah. no wonder Lex Luthor has some footage of her. Like, yeah. it wasn't that hard. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, everything feels detached from one another. It really doesn't feel um, like there is a greater goal or greater plan. Right, That's and and now now they've hit a stride. So now, yeah, maybe maybe right now you can say, okay, like everything that has been done previous, like let's just use that as the foundation, and then let's just say everything henceforth is now extremely canon and extremely in a linear fashion. Even though we have like, I mean, let's just put it this way: so like each one of their superheroes seems like they have their own universe that they could like without the other characters in. Like Superman oh, has tons of villains. Aquaman, yeah, Superman. exactly. They have, yeah. have their own universes. The Green Lantern Corps. You know what I mean? Like it's all over the place. So like yeah. their universe is very huge. Um, so right now to try and fit all those characters on screen together, like though I thought the the Snyder Cut was good, it, to me it's like you have to have a four hour movie. You have to have like like huge <clears throat> cinematic budgets and things like that. And that to me doesn't feel sustainable. Like the the Marvel kind of universe has hit this point where they're like, okay, well we can do these kinds of movies. We can do a big budget movie. We can do a, a series. We can do a small budget movie, and like we can plan out our finances so they all you know work well together. And like we can we can just plan this thing out really really well. And I don't think DC has that. Like maybe they're hitting their stride, but I I don't think they've got it as as down pat as like uh, as Marvel for sure. 